go. I'm recording. We're going. I believe we're going. Awesome. It, it's really odd. As soon as you hit go, I heard rain start hitting. Like my like. It's really quite odd. That was a little Have bit spooky. Have you accidentally not pressed record and pressed play on your jungle rain sounds or, or, playlist? Or my god mode rain button. Just like, rain, go. <laughs> if you had one power as like a god... What would you like to have? Would you like to have the ability to just make it rain on command? No, I would like to be able to flip gravity at my command. I would have thought you'd just like to be taller, but <laughs> that is the same thing. <laughs> not really. It's not really the same thing. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wargamers Anonymous. Thank you very much for joining us this uh, evening. Even if you're listening in the morning, welcome. It's the evening. Where we are, yeah. Um, <laughs> when we it's are, me, it's me, Josh from the Pickle Jar. Uh, yes, I am not dead. Yeah, uh, it's Elston from Elston Nation, yeah. my esteemed co-host. I'm not dead either, um, and online friend of many years at this point. Yeah, um, and and today we've got a, a special guest. Yeah, um, we've got guests all the way from. Um, well, you're not actually from Liverpool, are you? From like, no. are you from Wales? Yeah, let's go with Wales. <laughs> Wales. Yeah, from Wales. Uh, it is uh, Peter Buxton of uh, Tran- Transatlantic Games fame, uh, <laughs> otherwise known as the company behind Two Thin Coach Range. Aye. Aye. Hi, Pete. How you doing? Hi. Hi. I'm from Transatlantis. <laughs> That's what, yeah. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a long day for Josh. You'll have to excuse him today. That's, Sorry. Um, yeah, we Transatlantis yeah. games. Sorry, thank you, thank I, you. I, I, I tagged the right company at least. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. in the writing, it works. It's just the talking. It's just yeah. It's, I can't mouth words. Good. <laughs> um, so today we're gonna have a bit of a chat. Uh, we're gonna, um, as Elston said, pick Pete's brains, uh, mm. not literally. Um, and just yeah, the usual. If you've listened to the podcast before, you know exactly what to expect. Yeah. Um, there might even be some talk about wargaming. Who Poss- knows? Possibly. Um, we, we've been starting off with health most podcasts. How has your health been, Josh? Uh, <laughs> physical or mental? Um, start with physical, lead into mental. Well, keep- I'll just start with physical and then I'll end with there because we've <laughs> only got a set amount of time. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, physically, I'm I'm fine. The regime is still intact. Um, although I did, I've been a bit bad this week. We had a takeaway last night. Oh. Uh, basically, I stayed late at work for an open evening last night, which I had a hell of a lot of fun helping with. Mm-hmm. Um, I was helping out in the drama department. Oh, okay. Um, because I am I am in charge of this year's musical. Okay. <laughs> as, as a, as though I've not got enough jazz hands, uh, everyone jazz with. hands. Uh, so I was helping out in the drama department last night, but then because I was late home, I couldn't be bothered to cook. Wendy couldn't be bothered to cook, so we had a Chinese. Ah, you didn't have a chebab. But it's no, I didn't have a chebab. No, oh. that is a, a meal that I save for us only when you're here. Oh. Yeah. Pete, have you? Uh, have you ever? Have you ever heard of the chebab? Uh, no, we don't have that foreign food up here in Wales. So, uh... <laughs> well, it's... To be fair, no, no, no one's going to have heard of a kebab. No, well, that's the thing that we made up. Yeah, we... Like, it's not a real oh, thing. Oh, right. Yeah, it's yeah, just no. a kebab so, with some Chinese stuff on top. Yeah, so it's like you could have a kebab with egg fried rice or like noodles oh. or sweet and sour chicken. You just kind of like mix it up together. So it's like a... I want to, next time you're up here, 
Mm. I'm not going to do it when I come down to you because it'll cost too much, but it'll be cheap when you're up here because they're not. That's true. That um, I, want, I want a chibabza. A chibab. Oh, a pizza with kebab. A pizza with kebab and Chinese on it. Oh, God. Oh. Oh, we could do that. We could do that. Yeah, we could certainly we do can, that. We, we can that do can be, that. can be our next in-person podcast. We'll film it. We'll do, we'll do it when you come down. We'll do it. Like, it no, it costs too much money. It'll be it'll my cost tr- like a million pounds. It'll be my treat. And yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> it'll be fun. It's fine. We'll yeah. we'll work out a chibabza. 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 Chinese kebab. Chibab. Right. And then pizza. So the Chibabza. Right. Pete, do you have any weird food combinations that you've made up in the past, or are, are we unique? Um, cough tea. Cough tea. Ooh. Yeah. Not not like a kofta kebab, a cough tea. No, no, cough tea. So that is uh, tea with yep. coffee in it. Yep. Oh, that's, that's... an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? <laughs> you make a so, cup of coffee. I'm pop, familiar with this concept. Continue. Pop the tea bag in. Yeah. What, um, you make a cup of tea and then put a tea bag in? No, no, make a cup of coffee. Oh, right, yeah. And then put a tea bag in. Does it coffee make, does it make any coffee's, difference? Coffee's a stronger Oh, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't make any though. difference at all. <laughs> oh, right, okay, brilliant. <laughs> Just a waste of a tea bag. Um, if you like what you're hearing, guys, don't forget to uh, like, subscribe, leave us a review, um, subscribe on whatever platform you happen to be listening on. Um, you are not incorrect. This is a wargaming podcast. Yes. Um, so let's let's get on to something vaguely on topic, mm. uh, and, and we'll start with the guest this week, yeah, actually. Yeah, let's do that. Because we've that. got a guest, uh, Peter. Uh, would you, can you tell us, or would you like to tell us about what you've been working on recently in your hobby? Uh, I've been painting some stuff. Yeah, what have you been painting? Or is I it have been you... painting, I'm trying to remember. Uh, oh. I've been making some tiny tanks, so I've been working on my uh, Germans for World War Two. Nice, nice. Some nice little uh, flames of war. And yesterday I was painting a ogre. Which is very nice. Ooh. Yes, oh, one of the. Nice. Somebody asked me what it was. I said, "Oh, oh it's it's one of the leaders. I think his name's um, Dave." So, his <laughs> <laughs> name's Dave. <laughs> yeah, Dave uh, the Ogre. If, from a particular system or just uh, Age of Sigma? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's the. Uh, oh, is it one of the uh, troll uh, ones? No, it's the um, Ogre Warband leader thing with the spear oh yeah 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 it came, uh, came out a little yeah, while yeah, ago yeah 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 that's a cool model yeah 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 i uh, nice. i to stormbringer and oh. i don't know why other than the fact that every every month i forget and then this big pile of models turn up <laughs> and yeah. he was in one of those happens to me and, it, and it's like that's a figure that i need to paint because it's by it's- itself and i don't collect them and it's for nothing else other than the fact that I get to try some new paint on it. Nice. So, nice. Were yeah. you testing your own particular new paint on it? I, I might have been testing some new paints on it. Yeah. Oh, oh, cool. Cool. We'll get we'll, nice. we'll circle back to that as much as much as we can. Um obviously there are <laughs> secrets and stuff like that. But yeah, we'll talk mm-hmm. more about that in a moment. Uh Joshy boy, what have you been working on? Yep. Moving on, I um, been- <laughs> <laughs> basically since the last. I think I mentioned vaguely on the last podcast that um, having gone back to work, I am now just sort of eating up all my time. 
Um, I have done a little bit of hobby work. Um, I got the Vampire Blood Bowl team built and primed, ready to paint. Nice, nice, Um, nice. I just haven't actually started painting them yet because I've not had an evening where I've been able to start working on them early enough that I'm not just already tired. Gotcha. Um, So, yeah, but they're they're on the desk. I've left them out on the desk because I want to get them done. I'm filming that as well, so it will be a video that will be coming out um, just because my first ever Blood Bowl team was the Vampire Blood Bowl team, the old metal one. Um, So I'm quite excited to work on this new team because it looks cool. And it gives me a cool excuse to paint red. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, nice. that's that's what I'm sort of vaguely working on. Um, I've got a few other bits that I want to do, but honestly, at the moment, it is just difficult <laughs> finding time. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Um, it's one of those life moments, especially as well, because it's a new like term thing for you, new school year essentially. So there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. So. It's a new school year. I've taken on teaching. I've taken on a form group, and that um, that in itself, like just the teacher of the form group, has added a lot of extra things that I have to do. Yeah. Um, and a lot of that is is getting done in my own time because, quite frankly, I don't have time to do it at work, so I have to do it after work. Um, and then on top of that, I run a Dungeons and Dragons club, which I have started. It is absolutely amazing. Um, I am running the musical this year and then I get involved in loads of other stuff. So then, and then outside of that, obviously we've, we've had the discussion about the like exercise and stuff that I've been doing. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's just, it's difficult, but I am, I am getting on with stuff. It's just a very slower release schedule than it was before. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Life's a thing. It's a, you're allowed to, I'll allow it on this occasion. Hmm. So Cool. What about you? What have you been on? What have you been up to? Um, so I don't know if I mentioned on the last podcast I've been uh, working on some spider fang goblins. Um, yeah, for- they're the ones you're doing with the uh, the two thin coats range. Mm, yeah, yeah. The entire lot has been done with two thin coats. It's come out quite nicely so far. I haven't quite finished the army yet because I need to move on to the big guys. I haven't got round to actually doing them yet. I've um, I like. In all brutal honesty, I love the paints, but I don't love those models. I yeah, I'm not. I'm not so. I like some of the bigger, like showpiece ones. Yeah, I don't think the hoardy part of it is what I'd be interested in. No, because like you paint each spider and a goblin, and effectively that's two models in one. So your production mm-hmm. rate is a lot slower. And like the big spiders themselves, they've got the spider, the thing that sits on top, like howdah thing or whatever, and then you got loads of little goblins in that as well. And it's just like, oh, that's a. And I've got like four of them. So I mean, it's on me for doing large things but at the same time i'm a bit like i'll just take a break i've done all the little guys and taking a break so i'm moving back to doing 30k white scars for a little bit just get a bit of that done um been painting some lion tower stuff so i've done my ifrit model nice. um that's that's nice and finished uh first time i tried photo stacking and i was like oh, mm. i kind of like this so i yeah i had to do a lot of that last year when i was working with luke mm. like for like a lot of the last sort of uh the shots of stuff yeah and ultimately came to the decision that i couldn't be asked <laughs> up the uh up the uh, f-stop sure yeah oh yeah that's i mean fair you can do that i mean what what could, i was could do that on luke's cameras where you can turn the iso up to like ten thousand, and it doesn't affect the quality <laughs> <laughs> fair enough um well i 
The reason why I was doing it and why I was playing around with it is uh, Dan from Lion Tower is doing a Kickstarter soon. Um, he's doing very mm-hmm. simple things. So I was actually practicing to see when he... I'm hopefully going to be getting some of the models that he's doing for the Kickstarter early so I can paint some of them up. And I was going to see if I can get some nice... Nice photos for him, for that, for advertising and XYZ, yeah. a little bit of hype and stuff like that. Because Dan is one of my most favorite sculptors ever. I love Lion Tower. So, uh, yeah, that was that was big for, uh, yeah, just doing a bit of For practice. those of you that maybe don't know what photo stacking is, it's basically taking multiple photos at different focus Depths. points. Yeah. Yeah, points. focus depths, and yeah. then stacking them on top of each other, taking the bit that is in focus from each photo, and then blending it all to one. So that it, yeah, what you end up with essentially is the entire model in focus, um, rather than like just the front or just the middle or just the back. Mm-hmm. It's for individual photos. It's easy to just like drop your f stop a little bit and just get the entire model in focus. But when you're doing like big army shots, yeah, um, photo stacking can be really really helpful because mm-hmm. otherwise you have to sort of be quite far back and then at that point you depending on your camera you can lose detail and stuff so yeah. it's a handy it is a handy technique to know yeah so uh, i practiced a little bit of that so um and i probably will practice more and mm-hmm. yeah you 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 guys know there's just a button in photoshop that does it for you yeah. i yeah. Oh, right. interesting enough i don't have photoshop I I am one of the weird people that does video editing that does not use adobe stuff at all I use a effectively something I paid twenty quid for, and I've been yes. running with that for ten years. So, no. whatever yeah. works, man. Whatever yeah. works. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, But yeah, no, it, it's it's all been like uh, it's one of those new experiences. Anyway, we've got Pete on for a reason because Pete works for Transatlantis Games, and I met Pete at Pickle Fest, which was a great event. And yay. There's the promotion from Josh for his own event. <laughs> um, it was a good event. It was, yeah, it was a very good event. Well done for putting it, was it on. Very good. I, I thoroughly very enjoyed good. it. Um, I was happy then. I was. I wasn't back at work. <laughs> I was very happy that your pub sold pints for one pound ninety nine. That was uh, that made me insanely happy. I was like, <gasps> told you, man. I haven't seen this so, in like seven, like eight years. <laughs> that's how we do things up north. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Pete was there. He brought the two thin coats range for us to try out. And me and Judge and the other painters there got to try out. And I was, and we got talking. And Pete's a very interesting person. So that's why I wanted to bring him on the show so we can talk about Transatlantis games, Pete, life, all the kind of stuff. Because I think it's worthwhile. And I think he's a very interesting person. So I've bigged you up a lot now, Pete. Deliver you, the you goods. Have. I've, I've just realised that I'm never going to follow that intro ever. <laughs> um, you can't possibly live up to the hype. Yeah, no, you could just say yes. I am that interesting person. <laughs> so. I'll tell you what, Pete. Is a bit of an introduction apart from the little hype thing I just did. You want to tell us a little bit about yourself um, and Transatlantic Games and how it all came about from your side of things? Uh, do you want the short story or the? Uh, We've got like an hour, so as much as you want to <laughs> bridge into that kind of time frame. So, Tantalatus Games is the brainchild of a very good friend of mine called Bob Watts, okay. which you may or may not have heard of. He's been in the industry, well, he won't mind you telling this, longer than I've been born. Okay. Um, he's uh, created Target Games, which did Warzone, if you remember that. Oh, uh, yeah, cool, cool. So, 
back in back in day. Back in uh, day, he created Saber Tooth Games. Yeah, yeah. Which, being a Horace Heresy fan, hopefully you know <laughs> what they did for the, the hobby. <laughs> yep, yep, uh, yep. He's been CEO of North America Games Workshop. Oh. Um, he's worked uh, for Wizards of the Coast. Right. Quite happy there. And yep. Private Press, which is where I met him, doing events for him in the UK, which is very oh. good. Cool, cool. So I did a lot of uh, all the big events. Yeah. That's what they are. Tournaments. Sure, yeah, yeah. 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 Um conventions. conventions and stuff. Yeah, yep, those things. Yeah. Uh <laughs> trying to think, why can't I think of convention? There's a word somewhere. There's a word here. Uh con, con, yeah. Con, um yeah. yeah. So we did all those for him. So we've been working together for quite a while on Private Press and uh Bob decided he wanted to do something different. Okay. In the meantime, I'd uh contacted somebody about mm. the Private Press range. Um mm-hmm. his name was uh, Duncan. Oh. Hmm. Oh. Oh. So Duncan and I got talking. Okay. And that was nice. We got very <laughs> well. He's just like the videos. <laughs> and uh, eventually we decided to do something new. So the first thing you do when you do something new, isn't it? You're like, oh, I've got an idea. Let's do a paint range. Ah. Mm. What if we put someone's name on it? Whose name could we use? <laughs> so Fair enough. Uh, we wrote a little email to, to Duncan. You know, yeah. would you like to? Would you like to be uh, so as to do a paint range for you? And cool. they came back to us and said, "Oh yeah, we'd love to, but we have to be in charge." Well, they didn't quite say it like that. They said it nicely. Yeah, um, yeah. They said, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I, I can understand. I'm guessing if it's your name on it, you want to have some element exactly. of control. So, yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, so we said yes, yes, please. That would be okay. wonderful. Yeah, you know, cool. be be invested in your product. That's what we yeah. like, uh, and thus the two thin coats of paint was born. Wow! So uh, this was during um, the dark times, <laughs> where we weren't allowed out, and everybody you uh, couldn't even leave Wales. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, I forgot yeah. Wales. Had, Wales had it bad. Yes, yeah. yes, very bad, very bad. <laughs> It's like, I need to go here, please, sir. Can I? No, well, I have to stay within five miles of my house. Well, that's going to be making a paint range with somebody in Nottingham difficult, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> so we worked we worked on that remotely. Um, I developed a paint range, and we weren't allowed to tell anybody. So you can imagine this as, um, before then, I was a professional professional full-time painter, a pro mm. painter, you know, eBay level. Uh, <laughs> so I was I was helping run a lot of commission studios and and doing stuff like that during, during COVID. Yeah. Uh, so... The thing came along, like, would, would you like to make your own paint range with Duncan Rhodes? It's like, mm, I think about that for exactly like two seconds. <laughs> well, sure, fair enough. Um, and it's like, yes, I think I need to take my career in this direction. So we proposed to Duncan. He said yes. Uh, and then we made this paint range over COVID, which is really difficult. If you ever try and like do anything like this, yeah, in not in the same room. So it was like, what do you think about this colour? Holds up to the camera. It's blue. <laughs> I mean, I mean, getting toilet paper was difficult in COVID times. Yeah, so yeah. making so a paint range is <laughs> kind of just as difficult. Uh, so yeah, we weren't allowed to tell anybody because we wanted to keep it just, you know, a little sure. bit of a secret because that's what this industry is like. We like our secret stuff. Yeah. Secret, secret stuff. <laughs> uh, and then we told the world that we were doing something and everybody had all sorts of guesses and nobody guessed a paint range because... You know, paint ranges are hard. Yeah. They're very hard as well. Just kind of <laughs> making a paint range is a very, very hard thing to do. 
Um, and we launched Kickstarter. And we thought, oh, this this might work. You know, you might might make a few quid. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, it did, mm-hmm. and it funded <laughs> just a little bit. Uh, then we had the headache of not quite estimating exactly how many we were going to get. Right. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we ended up with over half a million bottles to create. Um, which we didn't quite forecast because yeah which is another thing we're very good in this industry for so you know yeah um so yeah we went from there and built a paint company because we had to sure yeah after after that you kind of like well we might as well i guess yeah Yeah. it's like all right so so we 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 need a factory um and then of course because it's something i've never done obviously build a paint factory it's not my cv yeah uh so we so we built a factory so josh josh has been to see it it's absolutely lovely isn't it josh it is it's top of the range i'll have to take i'll have to take a visit at some point there's a video on it there's a video on it dave dave came and yeah, pointed cameras at people. He yeah. he makes it. Uh, I don't want to belittle it, but Dave makes anything look magical. Regardless, he can make like a toilet look like a, like a palace. And you're like, Dave. Some like I, I I personally I'm curious. I want to see it in person just to see all the nitty gritty. Because I I used to work in a like a pastime Elston. I used to work in a cardboard box factory that used mm. to do ink, and they had to like. Uh, color coat the cardboard and stuff like that so i'm kind of curious about the paint like mixing elements and stuff like that because i have to do a little bit yeah it's 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 probably the same but with more mess Um, (laughs) fair enough yeah yeah in a previous life i've worked in the press so i know exactly what you mean about ink yeah um but paint has a habit of getting absolutely everywhere yeah it's like there there isn't anything i own that's not got paint on it cool so um so yeah you've seen the factory so we built that from scratch Mm -hmm. which was um hard work i think is is the way to say that uh but no we're at the other end now everything's good we're developing new paints we're going forward we're in shops you can go and buy the thing that i Mm -hmm. helped make in a shop which is Still a buzz nowadays. It's it's just great, you know. <laughs> I did that. I did that. Um, so yeah, uh, I've been involved in every single part of the manufacturing, from uh, sourcing the bottles to helping Duncan make the paint, to building the machines, you know, running the team, selling the stuff, going to shows, talking to people. Yep. Hence it's, why. Yeah. Hence, hence why, why we... you meet me. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's a very involving job um, is it, is it, well, is it satisfying? keeps me awake very satisfying <laughs> very very cool. satisfying that's very, good it, 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 i have to tell this and and i used to when i was teaching i used to say to the kids it's like oh you could be anything you want to be they're like oh what do you mean what do you mean what do you mean it's like well because at the time i would i was doing painting as well mm-hmm. part-time commission painting stuff like that and, and, and it's like well when i was a kid when i was mm-hmm. 11 or 12 at school i was looking through white dwarf and it was like i want to do that I want to paint bottles. I want to be involved. Mm-hmm. And um, here I am. Nice. Involved. A little nice. bit too involved. Because, you know, <laughs> sleep is optional in this <laughs> life. Um, but, but yeah, it's are, very satisfying. Very that's satisfying. Cool. That's cool. And it's um, after talking to you at Picklefest as well, obviously, uh, the thing I was obviously very um, captivated by, it was just the fact that obviously 
there seems to be a, a myth and an ethos that happens around producers of wargaming products that they are somehow above the rest of us. So a lot of wargamers and stuff feel like they get the right to judge them. They're like, why didn't they know about all of this stuff, which I've only just thought about mm. and not thought about beforehand? You're like, well, because they're actually real people. And obviously everyone can only do what they can do and think, well, what? Because obviously when building the factory, coming up with the paint range, there must have been things you not thought of at any one point in time we go like oh crap we've got to do this now or build what we've got to make this machine to do this mm. to do that and xyz so and that's what really captivated me when we were talking to pickle fest was just that the depth of knowledge of the stuff you know about as well and it was like you're a war game but you're like you've kind of advanced a little bit beyond the threshold of where i'm going so uh yeah hence why <laughs> i was kind of like i was as i said kind of captivated by it um, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's a wonderful industry. It, it's the best way. I, I tell this to everybody. It says, like, "What do you do?" I was I make paints, and they're like, "Oh, that's nice." Uh, and they sort of look at you. It's like, "Oh yeah, it's for, it's for toy soldiers." Have you heard of Warhammer? <laughs> they're like, "Really? You make paint for that? Yeah. Like, Is there a market for that?" It's like, "Yeah, just a little bit." Just a little bit. <laughs> the um, least yeah, just just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and I also say to people, you never run into anybody who's really angry at you because. Yeah. everyone's there to have fun and play with the toys so it's yeah. like they're... clearly you've not been in the facebook groups <laughs> what's facebook yeah 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 the the keyboard the thing is like keyboard warriors like i think i've only bumped into one of them in real life like the rest like the actual proper you know the real like you know that that guy keyboard warrior never actually really bumped into them in real life mm. like no one's That's because they don't leave the basements. I have to agree with Elston, though, um, on the sort of like... It, that's that's always been my like a lot of the people and don't get me wrong i've spoke to a lot of people um, that obviously have made the hobby in some shape or fashion like their livelihood mm-hmm. um and Sometimes, I'll be honest, they come across as a bit of a bell end, um, <laughs> just because they, they just act very entitled. Yeah, uh, yeah. But um, most of them that I've spoken to, Pete, you're one of these, um, it's just really refreshing. To, like mm. like Helson said, that you are just someone that is interested in the hobby and you're just helping to sort of add something to it. So right. whether that's in like mm. content that you make to help people or whether it's a product that you're developing because there's like you, there's a space in the market for that like it's just really cool that someone is, people are able to sort of take that interest and go here's how I can help make it better and here's how I can make other people's experiences better mm-hmm. um and I really appreciate that oh yeah. thank you thank you I, I it's it's good because we do actively kind of go out of our way to make us as accessible as possible yeah. um I know it doesn't feel like it sometimes in this hobby but it's like we're all here to have fun and if it if you can't do it, it's not fun. Yeah. So you know, we we need to provide you a tool. Um, you know, we want to give you a paint that works and is fun to use, mm. so you can do the thing that you want to do and have fun. Yeah. Now so, let's move on to the actual paints themselves, because 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 um, the you've latched onto something which I think people were crying out for for a very long time. Um, after a certain big model gaming company abandoned 
it for another kind, another kind of paint, which is really, really as good and as equally probably more successful than the previous one. Um, obviously, there are many different paints in the range. There are washes, there are standard paints and stuff like that. But the one that's really captivated me, and I'm, th- I'm pretty sure you probably latched onto what I'm talking about, is the glazes. Because a certain company dropped their glaze range and you've got a glaze range and i forgot how much i missed them and how good they are and what i wanted to ask the question of is with stuff like the glazes and everything like that uh, i'm trying to fish around for like ideas of the source of where it comes from is it like a certain elements of like nostalgia of like do you remember this paint it was really good like they don't do it anymore can we can we bring that back and stuff like that is there or is there a kind of like we need to fill some gaps in in the kind of design definitely the nostalgia so you look at how and when i'd try not to Talk too poorly about Duncan. He's a little <laughs> bit younger than me. Um, we, we grew up in the same period, basically. We were like, I, I was in Stoke, he was in Derby, so we were very, very close. And we we're in the same era of Games Workshop. So we so we grew up with the same techniques. We grew up with the the 90s kind of yeah. crazy red period and yeah, all, yeah, all of yeah. that. So when we learned how to paint and when we were trained, yeah. how to paint, we were trained in a certain way. And you can't, forget what you know so when you're doing these things you want to bring in all those nice techniques and stuff you're doing and stuff you used to do and stuff you're good at and you know how you use a paint Um, Mm -hmm. it just so happens that we there seems to be a lot of other people who want to use things like glazes and washes the way that we want them and paint the way we want them as well so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's it's more of a case of we got to do what we want so we did (laughs) (laughs) that's that's Uh, and we wanted glazes so we made them. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, if me and Josh got to make our own paint range, um, I dread to think what they'd actually be called. Um, like the actual names of the paints. It probably something that could not be posted. Yeah, in the shop pro- yeah, probably like either like, well, we're just gonna have to they'd all just be like, you know, like how you say a swear word, but obviously all the words kind of crossed out or hashtagged and all mm. the like markers that just be like bleep, 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 or just Bleep would probably be a paint. There'd be the only paint bottles that would come with the like parental advisory sticker on the music <laughs> yeah. albums. Yeah, you have to open up a box, like say, warning, these are these are offensive on a level. Yeah. Just be prepared. I can tell you that all the colours would be like neon bright, like <laughs> burn your eyes out, like yeah. contrast. Like, yeah. They would be. They would be. Uh, that, that I, is my style. I, I like th- painting bright colours. I think I would also do big balls as well, just because I go through an insane amount of paints as well. So, uh, yeah, big bottles that are bright, almost. I have to say though, being Q well, level, almost P&Q, being Q. Yeah, like, <laughs> like a two liter tub, tub, like that, <laughs> with a little tap. Um, I have to agree with Elston though. The the glazers, the glazers, and the and the bright set. Mm. Um, are absolutely superb in Wave Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely yeah, and, and they are so much fun to make as well, um, because it's like think of a color. It's like all right, okay, and then you go and then you have to push that color to a point where it's bright enough and it covers well enough and it's got the right opacity, it's got the right properties and everything like that. Like that. And every time you change something when you're making paint, 
you have to do something to stop what you've just changed from breaking it. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit like computer coding or building a network or yeah, you know, project management or any of these wonderful things that you get to do in real life. Um, yeah, paint's just like that. It's like, oh, I'm going to add this to it. Oh, that destabilizes it. So I've got to put something to stabilize it. Oh, that makes it frothy. Okay, well, I'll put a defoamer in it. Oh, <laughs> that's made it too wet. Okay, well, I'll take the wetness. Oh, that's made it too this. Uh, <laughs> and you go down and, and, and there's about 80 or 90 ingredients later. You're like, yes, I have paint. <laughs> Wow. Does exactly what do you, you have want. to do you have to write that down each time you add something just so you know the formula to get to that level yes or, yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, oh that is it is it like and and like when you do that is it like you said like it's a bit like coding and stuff do you then mm. get to the point where you can go well if i actually just take all these bits out you get to the same result but without having to go all around the houses like uh, you know like when you could like you can tidy up coding yeah. by going uh, chemistry doesn't quite work like that but there's workarounds and and that's why you've seen you can paint. tell that i'm not a chemist <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that's why you've seen paint technology get better because technology has got better and we've been able to use different chemicals and different mm. things like that as we've been going along so uh mm-hmm. which is I, f- I think a lot of people are seeing as well when you're comparing the paint of today to mm. what we what we used to use back in the day um <laughs> And everyone's like, oh, the paint's so much better today. It's like, yes, so are the cars and the technology. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have exactly. something I could put in my pocket that, yeah. that is, you know, well, does everything. It's, I'm well, surprised. Yeah. It happens with exactly. paint as well. Yeah, because my, my phone has more memory power in it than, like, I probably 20 times the PC I got when I first, like, got hmm. a computer. It's like, it's miles and miles beyond. I mean, I I picked up, right? Uh, people at home can't see this. I picked up a 30 terabyte hard drive that is no bigger than the palm of my hand, which is like mental on a level which I'm like, how has this become like 30 terabytes? Anyway. I'm more, I'm, the question I'm asking is why do you need a 30 terabyte hard drive? Because I'm a YouTuber and video files are fucking huge. Yeah, but. Once you're done, just upload and then delete. No, no, you keep, you keep for B-roll. No, keep for B-roll. everything. No, keep everything for Finish with that project. This project is done. It's uploaded. It is now Uh, dead to me. I do not care. You spent too much time with Luke. You spent too much. (laughs) Anyway. No. Yeah, go on. point, Point aside. Yeah. Technology, crazy these days. Mental. Um, yeah so so yeah it's just like everything in life you know it marches on and we get to have cool paint because of it nice nice um i so here's something i want to point out to the viewers at home as well because i pete very kindly i'm so happy you did this as well because i got a little bit of bragging rights when you said i could pick my own paints because obviously you sending out sort of paint sets for people to try out and so forth and you'd be like wave one or wave two and you really kindly said to me it's just pick 60 and i was just like oh, oh i get to pick so um i i got i've been having a play around with all of them and i've been doing a really bright colorful spider fang army which i mentioned earlier to try and test out all of them as best I can. I think I've tried every single paint so far in there. Um, there's one thing which it's not a downside. It's just something for you to be aware. If you ever go into the shop and you look at it, the bottles are slightly frosted. So the color that you see from the outside isn't the color that's in there. 
So it's worthwhile having a look at the color chart just to see what the actual color is. Because it can, that threw me a little bit. I was like, oh, this is like, it looks like a pale red. You do sort of pour it out. You're like, oh, no, that's really vibrant. Um, so yeah, just be aware of that, people. They are far more vibrant than they seem in the frosted bottles. So, um, and that's that's the only thing I could potentially say is, I, I don't know how much of a hassle it is to get clearer bottles going forward, but I don't know. Uh, right. So uh, do you like the squeeziness of our bottles? I do like the squeeziness of the bottles, and I'm do assuming that's the reason why they're slightly <laughs> frosted. Do, do you like the fact that when you press them once, one drop comes out no matter which paint it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, nice. You've got a pop with frosty yeah. bottles. So. Yeah, yeah, fair yeah. enough. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's... That's why, you should, that's why you should order yourself one of these beautiful paint racks for from because they have the, the colors on on the uh, the, the fronts oh, very nice i have to say i've only got the wave one one set up because um wave one one that's uh, wave one one yeah the one 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 because one, my, one. My, my desk i'm planning on upgrading my hobby space but then because i've done like zero hobby i've sort of gone well do i really need to spend money on that at the moment um but the, my plan is this space here you guys at home can't see i'm demonstrating uh, <laughs> He's this space it. here is going to be another desk yeah yep. so i've got my computer desk here i'm going to have this a desk there yeah and then I'm going to have a desk, my desk there, but I'm going to put some new worktops on top so that they're a bit deeper and I've got more space. Sure. And the plan is is that the two thin coats are going to go there and there. Yep. The range is one on either side. Um, so I don't know what I'm going to do when where three comes. Like, <laughs> when more paints come, I don't know where I'm going to put those. Maybe I'll have to dangle them from the ceiling. Um, I'll, I'll, but yeah, I just, I, I, I've got too many paints now and I've got too many paints that I use um, a lot. Um, Josh, don't. No, no such thing as too many paints. No. You you have no idea how many paints <laughs> I've got. <laughs> I went through, there was a, a phase, like, last year where it was, like, every other week, like, a new set of paints would turn up from a company. And, like, some of them are, like, well-known ones, like yours, like, stuff from Army Painter. And then some are just, like, just random sets of paint from, like, just companies. Um, so, like... Yeah, I have more paint than I am ever going to need. <laughs> and to, and, and the, the ironic thing is that, like, at the moment, 90% of what I'm using is just your range. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it is quite odd how, like, when you uh, when you test out a range in two thin coats, a prime example of how it sort of starts becoming a bit of a staple. And, like, I because I've now tested out the paints, I know what kind of colours are in them with the frosted bottles as well. So I'm like, cool, I need a vibrant red, I need this one. Or like sanguine the, the red or thing, something like that. The thing for me is like I there's a lot of paints that I like, but then like I really like the Proacle range, but then I, I found that I had issues using those over the Colour Forge sprays. Mm. They, something in them sort of reacts poorly to the yeah. Colour Forge sprays, so they sort of it like re- it like repels the paint, there, so it takes you a couple of coats to get down. Especially if you're using um, white, like there's something like. Uh, yeah. I tried it with just varnishes and stuff. It really hates like some other chemicals going on. It'll just d- degrade. So like, I, so uh, because I use so much of the the color forge sprays, um, so it's that sort of put me off using those as sure, much. Like I yeah, still yeah. use them if I'm a, if I do something with an airbrush, um, mm. like if I'm priming with an airbrush, then I can use them no problem. But then like, it's just like it's the convenience as well. Like I've not used as many sort of contrast speed painty things. So, 
my, my army painter stuff is kind of just sat to one side at the moment. So it, it's mostly been the two thin coats range. And like, I know it sounds like an advert because like it's on the show and stuff, <laughs> but it it's like it, I cannot understand. This is one of the th- one of the reasons why I like the Provocal range so much, and it's the same for the two thin coats. The consistency across the entire yeah. range. Like I cannot oversell this. Like <laughs> as someone that paints when I do paint, I paint quite a lot and I use different colours and just being able to know exactly how much to like paint to water mm-hmm. like is the mix for whatever I want. Yeah. And knowing if I do that with one paint, it's the same for all of them. Yeah. Like pretty much like exactly the same. Like because the consistency is just there. Um that is really, really helpful because my biggest issue with uh, Citadel paints is that you have to know exactly how to mix each paint yeah. because they're all different because the, their consistency is not there. It, yeah, it's a bit wild, isn't it? For, yeah. Yeah, the, the consistency thing is something that Duncan and Roger as well, Dun- that's Duncan's business partner, um, really, really, really wanted to nail. Like every colour we had to make sure behaved like the next colour. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. every time you made a change with one colour, it actually affected everything else until we got everything stable in our heads to a point where you can go, yes, I know how I want this colour to feel, so it's going to feel like this. Yeah. Or, you know, my red's going to feel like my purple and my purple's going to feel like my black and my black's going to feel like that because that's, um, that was, yeah, it was really important to us to do that because like Josh says, we don't want somebody, it's another barrier to entry, it's less accessibility, mm-hmm. isn't it? There's less that we can do to kind of yeah. get that sorted. I mean, as as much as, and Josh kind of uh, touched on it here as well with contrast, and I've been trying to wean myself off of contrast paints and like start reverting back to using them as glazes if I need them. But because mm-hmm. you've got a, essentially every single time you've got to dilute them down to a point, uh, and it, it, it's odd just going back to the glazes, the tooth and coat glazes, I've like, I've realized what a difference it is now of going, well, I don't have to dilute this contrast paint down by 10 to get to a glaze point. Um, I can just take this glaze and use it as is, or if I want a fainter glaze, I can dilute it by a little bit. So mm-hmm. it's giving me that much. Also as well, contrast paint has like a chemical element of it where it will retract. Like if it goes on too thick or too thin at certain areas, it will retract and pull off. And it's like, that gets frustrating. The pull markings, everything like that. and i've kind of like it's great it's it's got its own place in the world and i don't think that's ever going to get away go away and i think gw have done a great job with it but as i think as the journey as a painter i've kind of like yeah i've had my fun with contrast now but now i want to try and get back to actually painting Again, well, this is the thing. I think contrast paint, like you say, it serves a purpose, and I think it's absolutely it's a fantastic um, addition. And I know that a lot of people are like it's just doing like zenithal and and like dry yeah, brushing yeah. and shades or dry brushing and whatever. Like, yeah, it is, but like it is again, it's just making it easier for people that are either just getting into the hobby or just aren't interested in painting as much. Yeah, yeah. Like it serves a fantastic, and I I still will use things like contrast paints. Like I've got pretty much the full range of contrast paints. I've got multiple sets of the full range of speed paints from <laughs> Army Painter. I've got uh, the... Well, I'm not going to mention them, actually, because I don't like that company anymore. <laughs> um, but then there's, like, the... Whatever the Vallejo one was. Was that Express? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's been multiple different um, 
co- like sort of copies of that sort of that style. Yeah, and it is it is good. Like they are really good. Um, mainly again, same as you. I'm mostly using them as either sort of glazers or tints mm-hmm. uh, if I thin them down a bit. Um, but also like if I want something like a big glowy button or like a panel on a, a screen or mm. like um, stuff like that, just because they're, they're usually quite vibrant, yeah. especially some of the mm. newer contrast paint range. Um, but again, <laughs> but then, but then what happened? Pete went, we'll do some vibrant stuff. Yeah. And now, and now, now I've got vibrant stuff here. So. Yeah, exactly. Like the, the yellow, Thank you for that. That is oh, been... it's a good yellow, isn't it? Oh, it's so good. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's oh the purple. Uh, Love that. Pur- <laughs> so j- just go back to yellow because this. Is, j- have you seen what it's called? Oh, uh, I thought it was just called yellow glaze. Oh, the yellow glaze. Sorry, I thought you were talking about the yellow bright. Oh, uh, it's okay. Right. My, my mistake. Which... Yeah, our yellow bright's called craven yellow. Oh, uh, have mm, I got that? Yeah. One? I'm not sure. I've got that. So I have. Uh, what's that? <laughs> But yeah, oh, the, yeah, I do the, have that one. Yeah, craving yellow, which is yeah, I yeah. think is a hilarious pun. Um, <laughs> nice. And uh, but yeah, the yellow glaze. Sorry, did you realise we were talking about yellow glaze? Yes, uh, it's especially for your imperial fist players. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They uh, the lamenters glaze that went away a long time ago. I'm like, oh, it's back, yes. and it's just as good as it because it's in a dropper bottle now, which is awesome. I, wow. I keep on meaning to post my. Um, a bottle of late yellow glaze. Oh, the Lamenters. Yeah. It's no, probably... no, my uh, two thin coats bottle of. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, okay. it's, again, we're not on video, but it's about that big. Yeah. <laughs> 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 if, if, for the people at home that can't see that, there was a hand gesture, which is probably about the length of your arm. Well, I or as big as Elston. Yeah. Or as big as Elston. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, even, even interestingly enough as well, I even saw Valrak claiming that he's like, oh, I've been working with two thin coats. So I was like, no, you haven't. Like, no, you haven't, Valrak. Oh, no, he has. Oh, has he? He has. Yeah. Valrak, you sneaky bugger. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna, next time I see him, I'm like, Valrak, secrets. You keep on talking about secrets. Let me in on him. So, um, yeah, I know he was hyping that up on the stream last time I saw it. So, yeah, uh, yeah, the uh, well, it yeah, a lot of it's to do with uh, Valrock's fault actually, because he just kept on posting, "Where's my yellow guys?" Where's my yellow <laughs> <place?"> <laughs> yeah, even though he switched to doing contrast, I'm like, oh no, you've got to switch back to another recipe. So, <laughs> anyway, yeah, his and your fast are really nice though. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, are tra- very, very yeah. nice. Yeah, I'm it, jealous. Yeah, I. It's really odd when you see really nice things, and I, I went to a game with uh, game up in Warhammer World with him, and he's like, "Mate, what do you think I could do to improve my painting?" And I was just like, oh, "Why are you asking me?" And he's like, "Because you're a good painter." And I was like, oh, "You think I'm a good painter?" Um. Uh. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit of weird fanboying between YouTubers as well. So anyway, uh, glazers love them. Please do more, please. Mm-hmm. Um, teal would is a request of mine. Like a teal turquoise, a teal, color? teal a turquoise glaze. Yeah, yeah, that I agree. <laughs> Josh, have you got a request for a glaze color? Uh, I would like. Um... Luke Skywalker's lightsaber from the original trilogy before it was digitally remastered. Blue. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> that's a tough one. Um, yeah, 
in, in all seriousness, I tried using the blue um the blue glaze for when I did my uh, when I did my Grievous, mm-hmm. um, I used the because I used the green glaze for the green lightsaber. I was like, "This is gorgeous," mm-hmm. and then I used the blue one for the blue lightsaber. I went, "I hate it. It's too dark. dark. Yeah. <laughs> it's too dark for lightsaber." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, but that's my fault. I just sort of went. Glazers are really easy for lightsabers, but yeah, it's the wrong shade of blue. To be um, wrong shade. So yeah, maybe like a sort of lighter blue, but I guess that it's closer. It's closer teal. I was going to so say, yeah, yeah li- lightsabers are kind of the blue ones are in the like almost neon blue spectrum yeah. sort of thing. I ended no. up. I can't remember which blue I ended up using. It was one of the newer ones, I and mean, it wasn't from the original range. The uh, electric I'll, boogaloo, I'll, isn't it? Raygun glow. Oh, I think it might have been Raygun glow. Yeah. Yeah. I think I did that and then just sort of thinned it down. I'll have a look now. Uh, <laughs> oh, what did I use? Ah. Or it might have been Leviathan blue, actually. That's a darker one. Oh, what's going to say? I should yeah. know is this. It? Yeah, Raygun glow. I was using on my <clears throat> spiders for the. Oh no, feathers. no, I used, I used, I used gigawatt blue. Gigawatt blue. Little, electric boogaloo. A, a white. Yeah, yeah, the big, the big, the big, bright one. Um, so yeah, I would like. Um, that's what that's what you need to do. Is right. I know you like releasing <laughs> all these. Advice. Here's what you need, yeah. Here's what you need to do. It, it, this the million dollar idea. Um, what you need to do is you need to have a word with Asmodee, hmm. right? And tell him to send me and stuff. You to, and and you need to yeah yeah. And you need to say you can have some of mine. Um, and you need to say. Um, what we can do is like let's do some cross promotion here, right? And you need to do a set of glazers or or brights or both, and that are specifically like lightsaber colours. Mm. So like, a red I'll, and a green. I'll see what I can do for you, Josh. A red, a red, and a green, a blue, <laughs> uh, orange. Don't bother doing a purple because there's only Mace Windu. Orange, orange is orange. becoming more a thing. Right, I keep right. Just as an aside, have you guys? Are you guys watching a circle? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm saving watching, it until right, okay. the last one comes out. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. All right, okay. Well, I can't talk about what we're going to talk about, so that's the end of that. But there's the orange lightsabers are showing up a lot more. Like Savage from Clone Wars, he's got orange lightsaber. I think it's just a different coloured red. Uh, is it orange? It's orange. It is orange. It is orange. Uh, yeah. yeah, see, orange is Fair becoming enough. common. Um, orange is the new teal. They used to. There was a. I had this conversation <laughs> with someone the other day. I remember playing Jedi Power Battles, and there was a character in that that had an orange lightsaber, and I can't remember who it was. Yeah, I think that was on the last podcast we were talking about, but I, I don't. Yeah, uh, don't know that. But isn't there um, yellow? Yellow's one of the lightsabers now, which is coming. Um, oh yeah, Ray's got a yellow lightsaber, haven't she? Uh, yeah, I would say they're do- just making up any old colours now. It's unrealistic now. That's what it is. <laughs> lightsabers, they're just unrealistic lightsabers now. <laughs> yeah, it's just unrealistic. As soon as they started changing it, unrealistic now. Yeah, there is. There's, a, there's one I can see me on character select. It's. I'll find out. Carry on talking. I'll find it his name. What about the uh, guy from? Um... Oh, the new ones. Whatever his name is. I think he got yellow ones. He got yellow ones? Who? Whatever his name, Ginger Hair Boy. Calcastus. Yeah. He, I, can I've never played the, he, he can have whatever colour you want. Yeah. Uh, I've never played the game, so I I just, yeah. I thought I thought I thought I saw yellow once, so. Um mm-hmm. I thought Plocoon had yellow at one point, but that might have been someone else. Anyway. So yeah, Josh's idea is team up with Asmodi lightsaber colors 
for when they Yeah, and you could you could you could release it as a set. You could you could release it as a set of like I don't know, six. If you have green, green, blue, red, yellow, orange. That's just all the colours you already do, but then do a, <laughs> but just do a lighter blue. Basically, just do a lighter blue and then just do it as a package of, and then just release that as like lightsaber set. So they don't really even need to te- team up with Asmodee. They could just do a lightsaber set. Yeah, but because like, Asmodee does the Star Wars shutter point, so. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess you could. Wouldn't you need to talk to them about Star Wars IP? You I to said talk to him. I said talk to us, Murdy. Just get on it. Just you, <laughs> right. It's this is it's easy, right? Okay. All you do is you phone him up and you say, "Hello, as Murdy." As and you Murdy. Go, yeah. <laughs> El, yeah. Hello. Who's this? And you go, "It's me from uh, what, what?" So what's the? Is oh, yeah. Duncan's trans- trans- call. Yeah. It's transatlantic, isn't it? Yeah. Atlantis. You go, it's me from tra- tra- transat what? Trans- transatlantic games. There you go. <laughs> it's me from Transatlantis Games. It's me, Pete, Big P, coming <laughs> Big at you. P. And they'll go, "Hi, oh, Big P. What, what what can we do for you?" And you'll go, "Look at this banging idea. I'm I've got some glazers for lightsabers. Are you in?" And they'll go, "Yes." And then they slap top of a car and go, "Quids in." That's it. Oh yeah, obviously that's. And then part, that's how business works. Listen, yeah, I know. with, with multi-billion-pound franchise. I Listen, this is how it works for Luke, <laughs> and yeah, that's obviously that worked out fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think there's something there. I oh, think yeah, doing yeah. like themed, right? Listen, other companies do it. Other companies no. do it. They go, "Is is a orc flesh set? Is six paints to paint orc flesh?" Yeah. And you look at it and go, "Yeah, I can paint orc flesh now. I'll buy that set." Uh, yeah, you can go. Here's how to paint lightsabers. Easy. Uh, no, no, oh, you, no. Tell you what you do, right? You chuck a white in there as well, <laughs> like a, a matte white. So then they can put that down, and then you know, like you get like a glaze medium, or you get yeah. like an metallic medium or something yeah. in other sets. But there yeah. you go. You have a white as your base coat, and then the glazers. Yeah, yeah. I I wasn't uh, actually disputing it was a bad idea. I actually think it's a brilliant idea. It's just the uh, tagging on the Star Wars element is slightly IP infringing. So you kind of. And well, that's why you have to have a word, Elston. Yeah, but it's, I don't think Asmodi has the rights to dish out the Star Wars IP. I think they've got rights I to their so, own. I hope so, because they're releasing a game. No, yeah, no, they can, so I they hope can, they've got the right. They, they can do with that, but they can't grant other companies the right to do that as well. Well, that's why you've got to fight for your right to release the <laughs> to Star IP. Wars lightsaber set. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fight IP. for your right to IP. <laughs> to IP, yeah. I think it's a banging idea. All that's right, don't call it lightsabers, then call it glue sword set. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Glow sword set, and then you won't get in trouble. Call it space fights. Yeah. Uh, laser swords. No look catching them laser swords. Laser then. swords. Um, but yeah, you should you should do something like that. I think that's a banging idea. Have you have you thought about doing like because obviously you've got like your big sets and then they're all individuals. Have you thought of doing them as like some smaller bespoke sets for like specific things? Uh, yeah, boring um, business stuff. They're in the works. Uh, <laughs> cool. Like, oh, right, like okay. everything. So like a, it's just see, like a flesh. Already on it, Austin. It's oh, already, already on it. it. It's just yeah. yes. The wheels have have to turn. And they are laser yeah, swords coming. Yes. He used to phone people and just make it happen. So he's already on it, Elson. He thinks it's a good idea. I can't believe you would say it were a bad I, idea. What? <laughs> um, Elston. Um, also as well, uh, I know this is a bit odd, <laughs> but um, 
I know the kind You're of wash. The, yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, I know the washes kind of do it, but a brown glaze, like uh, a, like almost leather style glaze. Yeah, th- this is killing me. Sat here being quiet. yay right cool josh guess the color game that's coming out next go well i don't like all the colors are already out yeah yeah is it is it is it luke skywalker's lightsaber from the original trilogy before it were digitally remastered Uh, no no we didn't no we didn't think about that but Uh, i want to try and make it now so uh, that's I, I mean, to be fair, any, any of the light blue lightsabers would be fine, mm. except Anakin's lightsaber from the uh, prequels. That'd uh, be fine. Pink glaze? Oh, actually, yes. That is what I want. I want, like, a super, like, I want <laughs> how, a magenta that went, like, super magenta. All right, like, okay, I want okay. to look at it and burn my retinas out. Like, hot pink. <laughs> yeah like like the the hot pink that i've got that i've got like a couple of copies of one because like i had an extra one um thank you by the way for the, the replacement <laughs> um but yeah that pink is fantastic and i've used it i, I can't remember, oh i used it on my um magna guard on there yeah, the, the yes. Energy bits. yeah very yeah. nice i used it on that um and i airbrushed on which one is it Neo pink yep. a little bit, mm-hmm. neo pink and hot pink, um, and then there was I'm sure there was a magenta. I think that might be from the original. Yeah, set, sword hill, like a purpley. Yeah, it's mm. like a purpley pinky. A sword hill or like, glistening gums. I think Sounds it might be yeah, it, with glistening yeah. gums. Yeah, yeah with glistening gums, which I use as like the base, and then I use the the two brighter ones from the wave two. Yeah, um, but like I did a bit of airbrushing and did a bit of OSL. With them, uh, that came out really nice. But yeah, I want I want like a really bright magenta. Like okay, my favorite. Uh, I'll magenta, see what I can do, Josh. Yeah, yeah. My fa- <laughs> my favorite magenta paint is the Chimera one. Um, that is like that mm. is gorgeous. Mm. And then there's one. Does do is it Doomfire or Doomfang magenta or Doomfire magenta or something? Contrast paint from GW. Um, that's it's all right, but like it has that contrast paint look. Like it looks. Mm. Yeah, like it looks. I, I can't describe it, but it doesn't look nice. Gloopy. Like it does. Like the colors. The colors nice, but like it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't go what like I want it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, turquoise glaze. I know that's teal. You've already I, said that. No, no, You've teal. Teal, said teal, um, teal is like on the light end. I, I, yeah, turquoise. I'm a Paul. Yeah. It's teal. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But like, if you've asked for a teal glaze, and yeah, you can't have teal glaze, and that, a turquoise one. That's like saying, that's like saying, oh, can I have a cup of tea? And then yeah, a bit yeah, later, saying, have, I've not had a drink. Yeah, you're you, like, yeah, you've had a cup of tea. Yeah, 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 but I've not had a cup of tea with yeah, sugar in it. But like, like a dark turquoise or like a, a deeper turquoise is so nice. But a teal is obviously also a very nice thing as well. And I'm just uh, naming every single color I can think of for glaze. Yeah. <laughs> let's see. Let's see what original uh, color is going to come with his third option. It's going to be like, oh, can I have an emerald glaze, please? <laughs> it's just another shade darker. Rawr. All right. All right. That's my impression, or else. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. What, what, right, what can you tell us? Can you tell us anything about uh, any upcoming stuff? I bet you can't tell us anything, can like, you? Because, really? like, it's well, all secrets. The, the problem is, there's not a lot of secrets. I could say, oh, we got this color coming, and then next tomorrow it'd be like oh no we haven't got that colour anymore we've changed it or we've moved it or it's <laughs> yeah, gone into a different wave or it's looking yeah. at a new product and, and I know that's a really big cop out but 
Yeah, that's fair. It's, Can you tell um, us the vague plan for the future? Wall paint. Wall paint. Cool. Nice. That, nice. That's about as far as we got. It's about as far as we've got. We're, we're doing, um, again, boring business stuff. We're developing our American market a lot at the moment because okay. mm-hmm. we're quite big in America. Uh, so we're trying to get that to a nice even keel as well as developing new products and keeping on top of the factory stuff and building up content creation. Oh, there you go. We're, we're going to be getting more into content creations. We're going to be doing yeah. podcasts. So, yeah, we, uh, nice. We've been talking about this as well. Hopefully, yeah, we have. Ho- Paul's, Paul's been giving me some good advice. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully this what is... Does, what does Elston know? Like, he, uh, even, he just turns up, uh, I edit everything. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm the one that's not busy as shit at the moment, so I'm the one that can respond to emails. Thank you. Yeah, I'm the one that edits everything, even when I am. Yeah, oh, I've not got to edited yet. Yeah, uh, I'll be I'll be picking your brains once we get to editing. Yeah. What did Elsa Elsa do anything about recording a podcast? He just turns up and we talk bollocks for an hour. We don't even know how to start or end a podcast yet. That is true. So uh, <laughs> that is very true. Um. Yeah, yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, let us know when you do that. We'll we'll let people know because I'm I'm kind of intrigued to see uh, what comes out. Um, I did actually have a th- uh, a thought of uh, something which is kind of paint adjacent. Um, have you had a think thought about stuff like varnishes uh, at all for the range? Or uh, like that? Do you like matte? Yes, I like Ooh. matte. Yeah, you'd like, you'd like something I'm playing with at the moment. Cool, um, cool. <laughs> Cool. Um, just yeah, I'm glad I can only see chest up. Pete's playing with Matt. <laughs> uh, cool. So so yeah, eventually the whole idea is to have a nice range of hobby products. Um, cool. But that plan of did not survive content with the enemy. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and our small, nice little. Oh, we'll just do a starter for ten. Turned into a a big business quite fast. So yeah, we're we're, we're trying to pace ourselves and get decent products out that work rather than because how know. long how long has it been like the paints element side of it how long has that been going now uh well we were developing it during covid um mm. so sad. it was definitely then so it was t- end of 2020 so nearly three, beginning of 21 nearly three nearly years three, nearly yeah. three years that's not bad for like three no. years to get to the stage where you're at where you've got 120 paints now is that right uh, yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is uh, Pete, trying, Pete trying to remember which ones are out. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's getting quite bad now. Before it was dead easy. It's like, oh, I know which 60 are out and I know what 60 are coming next. Uh, now it's like, I know what 60 may be out. Uh, what's we at a Kickstarter rate? What's in development? The turnaround has been good, though, because I can remember getting the Wave 1 set last year while I was working with Luke, mm-hmm. and it was... Towards the end of last year, uh, or like ish, because I can remember that the video that I filmed using the set of paints was supposed to go on the Geek Gaming Scenics <laughs> channel um, and then didn't because that's when I left. Mm. Um, so, and then like the turnaround between that and then the Wave 2 set coming out has been like really, really fast. Yeah, I mean, so I've, I've got to big up good. the factory crew for that, just the amount of sheer wonderfulness that they do every day yeah getting covered in paint 
And, yeah, big ups um, to the uh, the two Thinkers pack factory yeah. uh, guys. Yeah, and of, girls. of just getting their shit together as quickly as they did. So it's it's all credit to those guys, really. Nice, nice. well so. done, factory crew. We don't know Ooh. your names, but we'll give you applause. Well, there's only six of them, so. Oh, okay. Well done, six of you. Cool. Awesome. Nice. So, and, and, and some other guys who come in and help as well. So That's good. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah, well, so, we should probably start looking at... Uh, oh, go on. I was just, just going to say, it's a, it, it's their hard work and Duncan's yeah. ideas and our perseverance. I mean, yeah. and, it, it's, nice to, it's nice to give credit to where it's due as well for, like, mm. a lot of times when there's uh, people that present and stuff will come to the forefront a lot of times they get the credit when there's a there's a whole crew behind them that are doing yeah. a lot of the work so well done to thin coats crew transatlantic games crew the crew i'm just gonna yeah you are now the crew what, what the, the the racing game the, <laughs> okay yeah fine let's go with that the crew yeah family um, um yeah the, there we go the gang slam uh, we should we should probably look at wrapping this up because yeah, yeah. I know that Pete's got some very important work to do. He's got to do business stuff, um, yeah. So got to do business stuff. Business. Business. Business, Pete. Business. Um, yes. So there we go. If you have enjoyed listening to us, mm. um, obviously leave us a like and a review and uh, um, subscribe and all that stuff. Um, make sure, you, if you've not tried out the two thin Kurtz range, go and give it a go. Go and pick up a couple of bottles. Next project you're going to start, just nip into your shop or go online. Mm-hmm. And pick up a couple of bottles and use them on that. I guarantee, like, it, honestly, I, I I I don't say this like lightly, but it has become my sort of go-to set of mm-hmm. paints um, because it's like to the point where I'm I'm trying to rearrange my hobby <laughs> area so that I can have all 120 of them out. Yeah. So that I've got access to them because the thing that I hate most about having so many paints is that a lot of them aren't out because I haven't got space. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I really want to use them paints, but then I've got to get up, I've got to go over there, get them out of the cupboard or get or whatever, or I just end up with boxes everywhere. So, like, yes, they are absolutely fantastic paints. Oh, go and try them. Also, as well, if you would like to come try them for free, um, Pete's coming along to Chillcon, and he's going to be bringing the paints. Uh, so we're going to have a little hobby area, much like I'm basically stealing Josh's idea for Chillcon, um, and we're going to have... Calm a- down, Kev. Yeah, yeah, I know. Easy, easy. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so yeah, effectively, I fully acknowledge this. Josh came up with this idea and I'm going to expand on it and see what I can do with it. And then hopefully Josh can take ideas from Chilcon and then expand on it again. And I think that's the healthy relationship we got going on with our ideas at the moment. Josh comes up with something, then I take it and do something. And then Josh can take that and then come on from there. Anyway, uh, Pete is going to be graciously joining us at ChillCon, uh, bringing the paints. There'll be a hobby area where you can test them out, try them, uh, for stuff like that. So, yeah, uh, that'll be in March 2024 in Derby. So, I know. Boo. Yeah, I know. You'll have to do a drive if you want to come, but if yeah, not. I'll see. If not, it's quicker yeah. to get to than uh, Nottingham Derby. Yes. Yeah, for me not as well. Not for me, it's not. <laughs> yeah. The only person... It's not quicker it. to get to than the Sheffield Chilcon. Yeah. I'm telling you that for now. Uh, but yeah, on that note, I did what I did. I was going to say, uh, but now it sounds like I'm like booing Chilcon and promoting <laughs> Picklefest, but I did want to say thank you for coming to Picklefest because it's the first time I've like spoken to you properly since then. Uh, so thank you for coming in and supporting us. We, we, it was only a small event. It'll be a small event next year when it happens again. Um, 
but yeah, it was it was really really cool of you to come along and, no and bring the paints and stuff, and mm-hmm. everyone everyone really enjoyed the the hobby part of that. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's going to be more of a thing next year. Yeah, indeed. I'll see what I'll see what else does at Chillcon, and then I'll just steal. Steal. That's what we do. <laughs> yeah. And I'll probably be at Picklefest as well, so I'll help steal it. And yeah. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Anyway, guys, uh, we're gonna wrap this up uh, so that Pete can go off and do business stuff. Just make make business deals for the lightsaber special edition set. Yeah. Um so uh Pete, uh give us a shout all the places where they can follow either yourself or uh, the company or whatever. You're afraid uh, of saying the name, videos. aren't you? Trans- no, it's Transatlantis. Yay! Because <laughs> it. it's the one. It's the one that. It's the one that doesn't make sense. Transatlantic does make sense. Is like it does yeah. does make sense because it's the thing. But so it's Transatlantis. Yes. Yeah, fantasy anyway, company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, go and uh, tell us all the things. <laughs> you can find us at Transatlantis Games on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Not the other one. Uh, you can also find us at uh, transatlantisgames.com. Yeah. I don't. I don't like the other one. Uh, and that. And that's about it. And we've got a very small social media following, but I promise I'm going to be posting more. And I reply to all those Instagram comments that people tag us into, and I see it on my phone, and I go, "How does this work?" <laughs> and I have to go and ask Kaylegs how Instagram works, and she tells me how it's easy, and I, I don't like it. <laughs> um, uh, and yeah, we got the website and. You yeah. can follow me if you really want to at Peter John Buxton on Instagram. Cool. So cool. Awesome sorts. Elston, where can we find you? I'm on the internet under Elston Nation, Facebook, Elston Nation Minis, Elston Nation on Instagram. Yeah, I'm 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 posting a lot more on Instagram these days. I will be coming back to YouTube soon. Um as soon as I got through some life stuff i'm not going to talk about that on this one but uh yeah once i got through that there'll be videos coming back a plenty so um nice. and how about yourself old pickle capitan uh you can usually find me crying in a corner um <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm joking uh, you find me on youtube uh the pickle jar I, again same as else as i said i promise there are some videos coming like i've got like stuff in the works it's just it has been a, a very dra- dramatic change this last year, basically, mm. for my hobby content out for just for my hobby output, to be honest, but my hobby content output as well. Uh, but there is stuff coming. Like I say, I'm in the process of filming this Vampire Blood Bowl team. Um, I've got a couple of other things that I want to work on from various companies uh, that have been sent. There's, everything's sort of stacking up. Like I've just got a pile of boxes <laughs> in my dining room that. I, I'm like, no, because every time I put stuff away, it goes in the spare room and then it never gets worked on because it's out of sight, out of mind. But I'm leaving all this stuff here, so I work on some of it at least. You, you, so, you are like, never going to have like finish your pile of shame ever. In Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> no chance. It's self-perpetuating so like a <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to like fit, basically get our video finished before I drown in plastic Okay, um, so that I can put some of it away then at least. <laughs> but yeah, there will be videos coming in, so you can find me on the Pickle Jar. Um, you can also find me on all the socials. If you just search for the Pickle Jar, I'll, I'll pop up on all of them. Um, but best place to find me is over on my Discord. Uh, tag me if you want me to, like if you want me specifically. 
Um, because again, I've not been as active on that as I used to be, just because work is mm-hmm. busy. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. Yeah. Um, so there we go. Massive thank you to Pete for coming on. Yeah, um, thanks, been, Pete. Uh, no problem. Nice and chill. Hope we've not um, sort of no. bothered you too much about asking uh, <laughs> about asking lightsabers. Stuff, but yeah, lightsabers. No, lightsabers. Not, that, that weren't a bother. That were absolutely banging idea. Mate. That's for free. That like, I'm not going to charge you. Um, so there you go. Um, you can have that one for now. Um, but yeah, thank you for coming on. It's been a joy to see you and speak to you again. It always is, and uh, hopefully it'll not be too long before we speak again. Yeah, indeed. Cool. So there you go, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. Yeah. And uh, well, now we've got to end it somehow. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you end it this time, Josh. Me? Yeah. What makes you think I know what I'm doing? I think we should let Pete end it. He's the guest, what? like guest of honor. How, how do you want to end it, Pete? Terra. Okay. But short and simple. Why don't we think of that? There why, we why don't we? Yeah. Why don't we just say goodbye? I mean, he didn't say goodbye. He said "tara." But... Okay, tara. Well, should we do? It? Should we try and do it synchronized all together? All right. oh. Like a three, two, right. one, tara. Right, one person count in because if we all try and count in, right. we'll you count then. Okay, ready? So I'll count down three, two, one, and then we'll say "tara." Yeah. What would be the Cool. Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. Tara. tara.